0: Hello and welcome back to Kid Men Talk. This is Pastor Carl Bastian here from Kidology.org, where our mission is always to equip and encourage you in your children's ministry. Today I've got a great topic. It's all about surprising and delighting parents. We're also being sponsored today by KidCheck, and I'll tell you a little bit more later about some awesome new features that... You're just really gonna think are pretty awesome. So sit back, relax, get yourself a uh, a soda, a coffee, a tea, you know, uh, a blendo thing you made in the blender full of all kinds of stuff like my buddy Greg Blanc does every morning, and we're gonna have, to have a great conversation today about how to just knock the socks off the parents who come to our church. Are you ready? Alright, then let's get started. Welcome back to Kidman Talk. You know, one of the things that's so important in any children's ministry, and it's not the topic for today, but it's to have a mission statement or a vision statement or a purpose statement. People use those all different ways interchangeably. And yes, I have an opinion on what each one is and other guys out there have their opinions on, on those and people get all into it. But I don't care what you call it. You ain't going to hit it if you don't aim at something. And so for several ministries, I've had some rendition of we want every child who comes through our doors to feel loved, come to know Christ, and find a place where they can grow through fun and life-changing experiences. And then one year, I added something. And it was, and we want our parents' experience to be one of surprise and delight and that we we had kind of accomplished a lot of that mission we were leading kids to christ it was fun it was life-changing you know we were doing great things and so i said man it's time for us to up our game and not just be focused on the kids but be focused on the parents and it is so important i mean without the parents being being bought in and excited and all sold out for the kids ministry well you wouldn't have any kids to minister to now would you Uh, Unless you've got kids with driver's licenses in your ministry. No, they they need to get there somehow. Now, some churches are great. They have a bus ministry and they're able to minister to kids uh, without the parents. And of course, in some communities, kids can walk to church. But by and large, the kids are pretty dependent on the parents to get there. And so one of our goals, one of our objectives has to be to get our parents excited about the children's ministry. I love this phrase, I want their experience to be one of surprise and delight. And both of those are important because you can surprise them, all right, um, but you can surprise them in some bad ways. I mean, I remember visiting a church when I was new to Colorado, and um, I was surprised, but we never went back. I mean, I was surprised that they didn't even have any kind of secure check-in system. They put a masking tape on my son who was four or five at the time with his name written on it. And then uh, later when I came to pick him up, uh, the masking tape was gone. And um, they're like, who's your kid again? Uh, I said, Luke. I said, who's Luke? They said, just point to him. So yeah, I I, like the the really cute little blonde kid over there. I mean, I didn't say that, but I'm pointing at him. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, anybody could have walked in here and pointed to my son and they would have given him to him. So it's fair to say I was surprised But I was not delighted. So we want to surprise parents. It means we want to do things they don't expect. And a lot of parents, they've been to a lot of churches. Maybe they just moved here. And they were at a fantastic church. And you don't even realize it, but the bar for them is really high. Or maybe they were at a church that uh, they left. Because they they really weren't too impressed with the things their kids were learning and their kids' experience. And so they came, maybe not with a, a high bar, but with... Some wide-eyed eyes, wide open, looking around to see. Hey, is this church gonna meet this need? I mean, there is nothing more important to parents. Than their kids, all right? And if you're a parent, you know that. I mean, we recently uh, became part of a new church, and I uh, went back full-time in and and uh, really miss the rock where I served. It was a fantastic church. I had an incredible year there. It's a wonderful church. They're doing some great things. They're building a new building. Um, but uh, God, God made it clear to me that it was time for me to get back fully devoted to Ketology and plug into a church close to home so Luke could have friends, in the community at the church and we're having a great time but I got to tell you the first Sunday we got there oh my goodness they had an ice cream truck out front with free ice cream for the kids then we got inside and there were jumpy houses and they had donuts and and I was like I said to Sarah I said Sarah this is bad I said Luke Luke is so loving this church that if we don't like it what if they're theologically wacky or preacher's boring or we don't really care for the worship, we're stuck because, man, Luke is loving this from the first Sunday. And um, and that was surprise and it was delight. And fortunately, it turned out the grown-up ministry was pretty good too. And so we're, we're still attending there. But um, I'm going to go through four things that parents are looking for if you want to surprise And delight them. You want to do things they're not expecting, and you want to be good. You want them to be like, "Wow, this is really cool. We're coming back." You know, we had a list of churches that we were going to visit in in our town, and we never got past the first one because we were surprised and delighted. So, number one is parents want to know from the moment they walk through the door that kids are valued. Now, don't get me wrong. They may not be thinking about that in those exact words. They're not probably walking in going, hmm, I wonder if kids are valued. But that is a core value of parents. Their kids are important to them, and they want to only go places where their kids are important to that place. That doesn't matter whether it's church or a shopping experience. I mean, if you go to an Ikea store, you know that kids are valued there because Man, they've got a whole childcare area. They've got all kinds of fun stuff for the kids. Because they're like, hey, if you got kids, no problem. You're welcome to shop here. And there could probably be some other stores like, oh, look, it's a mom with kids. We don't cater to that clientele. You know what I'm saying? So they want to know that they're valued, and first impressions are so important. You've always heard you don't get a second chance to make a first impression. So you might need to go to your church or to your classroom, wherever your sphere of influence is, and and walk toward it with new eyes and say, what is someone's first impression? Is it that they have time traveled back to the 70s and are entering a, a children's ministry um, that isn't cool or hip or fun is it that they're going into a hospital is it that they're going into a school is it they're going into a junkyard i mean people can get a lot of impressions just from the clutter you might have around the type of decor that you might have so man what is that first impression is there a big sign that says we love kids or a banner or a logo of your children's ministry and parents check in here you know You don't have to do the bouncy house. Not everyone has the facilities for that. Although I'm in a mobile church and they they haul those things in every week from storage. It's pretty incredible. But what is your eye-catching thing? It could be a really cool themed check-in center. Um, It could be the uniforms that your staff are wearing. I can't tell you what it's going to be at your church because every church is different. Every culture is different. Every demographic is different. But you do need to make a great first impression and because then you're showing that kids are valued how what do you do with the guests that come you know i think it's still available but there's this uh, company called sandy candy and it was created by the daughter of the guy who created jelly uh, jelly bellies so i mean she grew up in a candy family and came up with her own candy and one of our ministries every kid who visited and the kid who brought them got to go in the back of the room and make a sandy candy. It's basically like sand art, but it's all edible. And they would put it in a tube and they could pick different colors. And they got sent home with that. Um, some, some ministries, you know, just give the kid a balloon. I mean, Red Robin, you know they love kids because you go to Red Robin, the kid gets a Red Robin balloon. I mean, it's a simple thing, but it's a way of saying we embrace kids. They're not a nuisance here. We love kids. And we want your kid to come back again. And so you've got to ask yourself, what can I do that will show that visiting parent or that one that's been there for 10 years that their kid is important to you? All right. The second thing they're looking for is, are my kids safe? I mean, let's face it. I don't need to rattle off a bunch of stats. You know, we live in a scary world. And unfortunately, as a lot of different organizations have wised up and gotten stricter in who they allow to interact with children, in secular organizations, a lot of the creeps are headed for the church because so many churches are just so desperate for volunteers and so eager to have people in the rooms that they kind of take everybody. And pe- that that that's a that's dangerous. A lawsuit can completely decimate a church. And so you need to have a safe environment, not only for the sake of the church and, of course, for the sake of the kids, but also for the sake of the volunteers, to avoid false accusations, but in our focus today for the sake of parents. When they arrive, they want to know, hey, I'm dropping my kid off with a bunch of people I don't know. So how do I know that they're safe? And so having a secure check-in is important so that parents know all right I'm the only person this isn't the masking tape and come point at your kid like I went through at that one church that shall not be named Um, they know hey I am the only one that is going to get this kid and also a secure area you know when I go to a children's ministry and they say we're really sorry but you can't pass beyond this point you know I may not like that but I go well you know what if I can't pass by that means no one else can pass by that isn't Unapproved, background-checked, you know, trained volunteer. In fact, I I went. I was out of town one time. And I was in a town uh, at a, at a big church, a well-known church. I'm not going to bother saying what it is, but I knew the children's pastor there, and and it was a surprise visit. And I thought, man, I want to see his children's ministry. So I asked around, and he was out of town. He was on vacation. That was a bummer. Um, but I said, well, can I can I just look around? And you know what? I couldn't get past the check-in counter. And I was so bummed because I was in from out of town and I wanted to see this amazing children's ministry. But without my friend there, they didn't care who I knew. They didn't care who I was. I tried to say, you know, I'm from Kidology. I want to take some pictures. They didn't care anything that I had to say. They were very polite, but they just said no. And I left there disappointed that I didn't get to see the kids' ministry, but I left there impressed that those volunteers were not going to let any schmo just show up with his camera and say, hey, I want to walk around your kids' ministry. People want to know, parents want to know that your kids' area is secure. And in some buildings, that is a real challenge. And sometimes you have to take a hard look at your facilities and close off some doors, make some things exit only for fire emergencies, but change your traffic patterns figure out a way if you can't make hallways secure and that's very common then you make your classroom secure so that a parent can walk right up to the door sometimes that's changing your doors to those double dutch doors where the top opens and the bottom doesn't and it just says clearly on there in a very friendly way nice font nice little graphic of a cute little kid Um, no one admitted in the classroom um, that isn't a secure approved volunteer parents see that And they they value that. You know, how is your kid treated when there's an accident? All right. Is there a first aid kit? Do they see up on the wall that you have fire escape routes? Do you explain to the parents in the case of a fire alarm, don't come here for your kid. Here's where to go pick your kid up in a designated place outside the building. All those things help kids know that, I mean, help parents know that it is a safe environment. Now, some of you may be at smaller churches and you're, and you're thinking, man, this, this check-in system thing, it is a nightmare and it can be. That's why I'm excited about KidCheck. You know, Kidology is partnered with KidCheck and I'm just going to take a few minutes here to tell you some amazing new features that they have that you're going to love. Because if you're in a small church, you think you can't afford it, you can't because they price it according to small churches. But here's the other deal. big Bigger churches... Medium-sized, large churches, check-in can be a pain. Believe me, I know. I have struggled with it in my own ministries. And there's these lines and there's backups. I know children's pastors that have lost their job over a check-in system not working. Now, I didn't agree with the senior pastor in that situation, but I I understand the the hassle and the importance. Well, KidCheck has now done something amazing. I mean, can you imagine no check-in lines? Can you imagine no computers? Yeah. Every parent's got a smartphone nowadays and KidCheck has just released a mobile check-in system. Now, if you're already a KidCheck customer, you already have this. You just need to reach out to them and get some details of how to do it. But literally, a parent in the parking lot, in their car, can open the app. They can choose what service they're at, tell where they're going to be, check in their kids by name. They can even attach um, any special notes or instructions, you know, allergies, things like that. They can get all ready as they're walking in from the church. And then it starts looking for the, the the signal, and they've got this cool little device that's wireless. It plugs into a printer, and when they get in range, they just hit a button, and boom, their kids' labels print. How awesome is that? And, of course, then they're not allowed into the room without the official name tag. The, the, the staff look at the tag, make sure it's this week's date and all that you can choose the guardian say you're dropping your kid off but your wife's coming later and you need to make sure that you know she can pick up boom you can put that right on the on the tag it's incredible so if you're looking for a check-in system you definitely need to look into kid check if you're already using kid check Do that uh, as well, and make sure you check out this express ticket check-in. Now, if you if you can't afford or you're not ready to buy another piece of equipment, you can do the express check-in even at your current monitors because they can get all ready. And I mean, to get to the computer, they can just put in the phone number, the name, however you've got it set up, and they can scan a QR code, and boom, it'll print the labels, and they can skip all those other screens. So this basically, it's it's an express check-in. It makes it quick and easy, and It's awesome. But whether you use KidCheck or whether you use another system that your church is married to, um, make sure you make parents feel like their kids are safe. Next, parents want to know that their kids are a priority. Now, this is similar to valued, but a priority means they are the most important thing. There's a lot of little ways to do this. One thing is when kids come with their parents, greet the kid before the parent. You know, kids are used to standing around, the grown-ups talking. When you stop and you turn to the kid and you greet the kid, that tells the parent, man, that's who you're here for. You're here for the kid. So I always try to greet the kid first, you know, give them a high five, and of course they always miss and I have a little fun with that and the kids just think that's a blast because no kid can give me a high five. Um, or you know, I do a little joke where I shake their hand and say, Are you nervous? and they Whatever they say, if they say, yes, you say, I can tell you're shaking. If they say no, you go, really? Well, you're shaking. And they laugh. The parents get a chuckle. Then I turn to the parent, and, and, and I'll even have the kids sometimes introduce the parents. Is this your mom? Is this your dad? And um, that's a great secure thing. I learned that from Chuck E. Cheese one time. Yeah, I was leaving with my son, and the guy greeted my son, and he said, uh, who is this? And Luke said, it's my dad. And he goes, good. And I thought, wow, He said, kids don't lie. And um, so it was kind of cool. But um, greet the kid first and let them know that kids are the priority. And you do that in so many ways from from having uh, a room for moms if they need to breastfeed and and the service is going or the kid's crying or whatever. Um, And you just ask yourself, what are some things I can do to make sure parents know their kids are important some of the material that you put into the parents hands that tell about the kids ministry and tell about how secure it is and tell about procedures and how things are done don't give them your children's ministry manual but create something sharp and succinct and attractive that they can take to service and while they're kind of sitting there waiting for the service to start they're breezing through this thing browsing and uh and they're going wow then this place really cares about kids and the last one and probably the most important in a way is that they want to know their kids are loved. You just got to be loving toward their kids. And this is shown in a lot of ways. It's shown in how you handle discipline situations. You know, when you have to talk to a parent about their kid's behavior, um, especially if it's a special needs family or a a family with a kid that has special needs, but the parents haven't really come to grips with that, how you communicate um, your experience and expressing love for your kid, asking the parent for help, um in understanding and and knowing how to handle things. Man, people want to go to a place where somebody loves their kids. Um that they they will they will work with you, they will partner with you. They will they will help you. They will volunteer if they feel like you really love their kids. I mean, do you do stuff for kids on their birthdays? I mean I love sending birthday packets in the mail where kids get a whole little packet, you know, or if it's as simple as sending a postcard. But the fact that you know and acknowledge their birthday. And then, what about those tough life events? You know, a kid gets sick. Do you notice the kids that are gone, and they get a call or a postcard in the mail, just saying, "Hey, we missed you uh, at church." Um, if a kid gets a broken leg, can can you or someone in your ministry visit them, take them a balloon or a stuffed animal or something to let them know that you love them? If they're going through a, a really hard time. Um, if there's a divorce or something else going on in their life, is there a way you could partner with that kid? Do something to encourage that kid. Maybe a, a special outing or offer to babysit while the parents are at counseling or something. Let them know man, that their kids are important to you and you, you love their kids. If you do that, you will surprise and delight parents because most people are so busy about the mechanics so busy running the program, so busy just trying to get the the nuts and bolts done that they miss. The kids are what it's all about. That's why my signature I always sign, because Jesus loves children. I want parents to know, volunteers to know, kids to know. Everything I do in the ministry is because simply, Jesus loves kids. Often people say, why do you require a background check for me to serve in the kids ministry? Because... Jesus loves children. Why do you have a secure check-in area? Because Jesus loves children. Why do you do the crazy things you do? Like at, at Christmas time, I got this giant robotic, or not robotic, but it's a Santa Claus, excuse me, a snowman costume with a mechanical mouth, that I was trying to say, um, that Dave Privet made for me. And it is incredible. And walking around with that, why, why do you walk around with a, with a snowman costume on it during December? because jesus loves children why do you have your roaming puppet stage going around sometimes think of things you could do to surprise and delight parents i know my friend david laughlin he was a children's pastor at a church in the area here for a while and one sunday we came into church and there was there were balloon machines going in the lobby there were just balloons everywhere and the kids were running around popping the balloons and the parents were like whoa and it was so cool that you wouldn't do that every week um but it was fun. It surprised and delighted parents. You know, whether it's a Sunday like we had recently where um, there just was candy bars out. It was just candy. It was a movie theme that the that big church was doing. And they just had candy out. And the kids could just have a free box of candy. You're thinking, that's insane. They're going to be wired. They're going to be extra silly. Of course they will be. But we love kids. We value kids. They're a priority. And you know what? We love them so much, we'll even give them some candy sometimes. And so... Um, Ask yourself, here's your assignment. Are you ready? Should you choose to accept it? Ask yourself, what can I do this Sunday to surprise and delight parents? You're gonna think of something really cool outside the box that's nuts. I mean, one Sunday I just did balloons on helium balloons on strings with weights. I just made a, a row down from the entrance in the back. All the way to kids' church that the kids and parents all had to walk through, leading the way to the children's ministry. It was just a silly thing we did. Everyone came, what's with the balloons? Is it a special occasion? Of course it's a special occasion. It's Sunday. And it's church. And we love your kids. Don't don't wait for holidays. You know, it's like giving your wife flowers on Valentine's Day. That's great. You should. Buying your wife flowers when there's no occasion, that says I love you, right? Well, what about the kids in your church? Don't wait for holidays. Just do something really crazy, really awesome, that shows you value kids and their priority, and you love them within a safe environment, and you will surprise and delight parents, and you will see your ministry grow, not only in numbers, but in effectiveness, and even in the number of volunteers that you have. That will be kind of the secret benefit. So, I want you to click on the link in the show notes to our Facebook group discussion, and share something you do that surprises and delights parents and maybe you'll even post something that you thought of some crazy creative awesome thing that you're going to do this sunday whatever the sunday is doesn't matter if you listen to this podcast right when it came out or six months from now what are you going to do this sunday to surprise and delight parents Well, thanks again for joining me here on Kidman Talk. It's always such an honor and a privilege to be able to play a small role in equipping and encouraging you in your children's ministry. And remember, this is a show for you so you can shape the show. If there's a topic you would like for me to address, please let me know. You can email me at carl at Of course, on Twitter at Kidman Talk or at Kidologist, let me know how I can equip and encourage you in your children's ministry. So until next time, keep on keeping on reaching and teaching kids, sharing Jesus with them. And in the process, I hope you also will surprise and delight parents. Until next time, this is Carl on Kidman Talk.